What's going on, folks? It is episode 74 out of your Falcon Mind. We got a little bi week special going on. I got a few guests. Some other folks may come by. It's going to be just a fun little night to talk. There's some news happened today. I'm sure y'all, unless you're under a rock, y'all heard about it. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's go. What's going on, folks? It is John here from Out of Your Falcon Mind on episode 74, like I said in the intro. As you can see, Mike's not here, and I put it on Twitter earlier, and you guys know he's been missing the last few weeks. Uh, he'll be back at some point. He's just got some things going on and uh, personally that he's dealing with, so he's good. He's fine, all that good stuff. He'll just He's just taking a little bit of time off, and as you guys saw last week, uh, Fleek from ATB around the block, he helped me co-host. And he'll, he's going to keep co-hosting with me for a little while. Uh, and stepping in so really appreciate him doing that he might be on tonight uh guys i sent out some invites some, to our friends tonight we got a few on uh that you i'm sure you know adam holloway damsky on twitter what's going on brother not much man just you know post post football season for me here so i'm withering away to nothing no all my all no. my kids are playing basketball so i'm making the basketball rounds now nice i love it <laughs> i love it yeah we, we've been trying to get we've been trying to hook up for like months now but it was yeah. like your kids football overlap with my kids baseball and it was just a non we couldn't we could never get together so it just it's it's we finally got a little dad, bit of time right, brother man yeah, non-stop brother non-stop that's how it is and, yeah man but it's glad, glad to have you back on the show but it's been since i think we did the qb draft special preview type of thing prior to the season I think it's the last time you were on so yeah uh, been a while. and then of course man big low country don't, uh, you welcome. don't need any introduction i don't, he don't, I don't even need, introduction. need let, me, let me look at this guy look at him where where i'll just i'll listen to adam man you can't listen to adam you know anything adam tell you don't believe it that's how, that, that, that's, the, that's how you gotta go about things Hello, oh man uh, big low, how you doing buddy Man, we fared to partly cloudy, my friend. We fared to partly cloudy trying to make it, man. Trying hey, man, to make it. Absolutely, we made it, man. Before we get into everything, man, like I said, it's coming to you this week, as always, from Variety Sports Network. Uh, for you guys that are watching on YouTube, if y'all are going to comment, I will get to the chat here in a little bit. Um, like I said, it's going to be kind of a unstructured but structured type of show. So we'll just kind of let it flow and see where it goes. Um, but yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, uh, hit the subscribe button. It always that like button helps us out so much. Just get out there to other Falcons fans when they look to find us on on YouTube. And if you're uh, listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, just drop us a five star review. And also I had a comment on Anchor because we do uh, put it out on Anchor. That's our, our platform for podcasts. And just want to shout out Kimberly ATL Pete. She said on the last show, uh, great show as usual. I totally agree about putting the rookie QB in the game. Just figured I'd share this one because, you know, it's kind of pertinent. Um, should do it and see what we have instead of icing him on the bench. Yep, Kimberly, I think we agree with you. And I think Arthur agrees with you, man. So uh, let's just jump right into it, boys. There's a QB change. How about it? Well, you know, it's kind of like my daddy used to say back in the day, I guess monkeys do fall out of trees sometimes. <laughs> you know, we, you know, here we are, you know, 13 weeks in. But, um, you know, it's one of those situations I'm, I'm definitely excited because I think he's going to add a whole nother element to our offense. Agreed. Agreed. What you say, Damsky? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. It's funny you say excited because, by the way, Full disclosure, like I've been shit posting all day about this, and it's <laughs> it's been eating up the likes, and I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna keep going because this thing's rolling. 
and <laughs> but it's funny so like i'll it's hard, it's impossible for me to just like respond to every single comment so but i i do i do look for, through them and they're like oh i'm buying tickets i'm buying tickets so i think it's like re-energize the fan base a little bit here and you know, it could, it could come down quicker. Like if 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 Ritter goes like six of twenty and eighty two yards or something, it could come down hard. But if he looks good in New Orleans, like it it could be fun. Like it could be a fun, real fun little playoff. Football's funny because if if you capture lightning in a bottle at a right time, you can do some strange things, right? So if if they could get on a little tear here and do something. They could upset Tampa Bay and and, and get steal that little uh, divisional wild card or uh, divisional spot, right? Uh, by by winning the division, it would be fun. I'm I'm excited. I think this is the most excited that we've been um, in a while. So I, I and I'm all for that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think um, like you, you guys just said it. I think the fan base was just kind of getting tired of week in week, especially these last four or five games when there really hadn't been like. A lot of them, they've looked very similar. Like we've lost close games, but we've, you know, we've had, we've had plenty of opportunities. We just missed them, whether it be through passes and the defense forgot how to tackle and just all kinds of just different things that went on. So it's, it's not been all on Marcus, but he's definitely contributed to a lot of it. So, I mean, that was, that's been my whole thing. I mean, I personally probably would have done it like three weeks ago, <laughs> but um, I mean, but I, I understand kind of where Arthur was in it. Cause I mean, that we heard all season long, you know, we're in this race, whatever. And that's kind of what he was using as a crutch. But after a while I started thinking like, how much is he hurting us though in this race? Like, will we mm -hmm. possibly be better? <laughs> if, yeah, I know it's crazy cause we don't know what we have in, in, in Ritter, but just the small amount that we saw uh, in the preseason and watching them for four years in college, like, I just kind of felt like just in general, he's a, a better passer. And, you know, it, like you said, low, it's probably going to open up the playbook a little bit more and just kind of, you might see some more dropbacks rather than just straight, you know, RPOs. And I mean, the, the, the offensive lines actually gotten a little bit better in pass protection over the last two to three weeks. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, they, it's, I know, I know PFF kind of is what it is, but like their grading have been higher for those guys and just watching it. Like he's, he, you know, he's had, time to throw marcus has had time to throw these last few weeks he's not been just getting collapsed upon and uh you know and he's still been missing some of those wide open targets so that's what's been just like driving you nuts man so i don't think he had really i think at this point you know and when the bucks pulling that out of their ass the other night didn't that kind of helped us out a little bit too because yeah. i mean obviously you know that kind of that i think that put our percentage at like four percent to make the playoffs so i mean that kind of you know, we're still in it, quote unquote, but not really kind of in it, you know, depending on how you yeah, like Adam said, if we finish out these last four strong, who knows? But I mean, I think it's perfect, man. He's got his first start in, in New Orleans. I mean, how that'd be how awesome would that be to start his career there if we go down there and get to win, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it's one of those situations, especially with Marcus. You know, there were so many different things that people were frustrated about, but I feel like Marcus just kind of took too many things upon himself. You know, like it got to the point where and I'm sure you probably seen this, Adam. But there were times he wasn't even calling out blitzes. Like, I don't yeah. know if he felt like he could if he felt like he could eat that blitz himself and make a move or, or what. But I mean, it, it got it got to the point where it was like, you know, are we watching the longest yard? Like, what are, what are we watching here? You know, great so, movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we'll be able to actually, you know, call out blitzes, you know, make hot reads and. I mean, you know, just just things that you need to do to retriculate the ball down the field opposed to running the speed option on fourth down. 
Yeah, I think I think that's one of the biggest things is like I was saying earlier in the spaces is that like everybody's like so used to this like condensed version of this offense that like what if what if we open up New Orleans and they go spread they go four receiver set like we ain't shown none of that this year no nope. right uh, and then I said counterpoint of that we probably do that we'd get the open look and then Ritter would sail it just for on nerves alone right like you know what I mean like it was just it would just be something to see it's be like damn it's like okay, yeah, there was an element to this thing that we, we didn't have with Mark because obviously he wasn't comfortable doing. I just think, like, I I think, too, like, the, the biggest thing with Mark is he's, like, such a great person off the field mm-hmm. that it's, it, and people naturally gravitate to him. So it's, it's like, how, how, how can you justify benching that, right? But at the end of the day, all those guys are in a results-driven league, and if you don't perform and, and you're you're limiting uh, limiting what is going on in your offense, then obviously you're going to like no matter who you are, you you could get benched, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I I think this is this is good because like we got it, we had to see what Ritter uh, is and. Just, just for the future of of the the franchise in general, like the Falcons need to find like who's that guy, uh, whether it be for the next eight to ten years or whether it be four years. Like Arthur doesn't have the luxury of being like, yeah, like we came in, this is our franchise guy. Like they have to find that guy and like how how they do that, how they go about that, whether it be a bet, whether it be a rookie that they develop. That's what like their mark on this franchise is going to be measured by, right? So I mean, they gotta they gotta make that swing now. They're gonna like four games is a small sample size, but say they don't like a quarterback in the 23-22 class, right? And then you get Ritter for a full another seventeen games, and then you go into twenty four and you put that at the top of your list, and you ship off three first round picks either in the draft or for a vet that you like, right? So. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just per- imperative. Like the they, the Falcons have to they have to nail down this position. So, uh, getting a I mean, Marcus Mariota had fourteen game or sorry thirteen games to do it. Didn't do it. Didn't nail it down. Um, and, you know, now it's Ritter's time to shine. Let's see what you can do. Yeah, agreed. And I, I mean, I've I've brought the point on the show the last few weeks is too. I mean, you kind of want to have an idea just going into free agency. You mean like the guys you're trying to sign? Like you don't want to not have your quarterback position at least kind of nailed down because you're not trying to go to these guys, you know, they're, they're these guys that we want to get probably coming here. They want a chance to, to win. They want to win. Right. Yeah. So they, they want to go to a place where they're not, they know, they know who their quarterback's going to be. So, I mean, if they yeah. come to a, a spot where they're like, you know, oh, we're not really sure, you know, if, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to, we're going to start with this guy. We may go to this guy. That doesn't, that doesn't sound super appealing to most <laughs> free agents. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like I thought that was important. Now, what do you, what do you guys think? Do you think, um, that Arthur, if 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 all oh yeah, all things equal, he would have preferred having Marcus start the entire season. Do you think that was what he would have preferred, or do you think like this was inevitable? It's going to happen regardless, no matter what. I mean, I, I I do feel like he he preferred to have Marcus start the entire season. It's almost like he was going, you know, he he was going on fleet. Fleet. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, we trying to make it, man. Trying to make it. I know but, it, I know it. But yeah, I mean, it's like I, I feel like I, I feel like his relationship with Marcus previously kind of affected his judgment in this situation. Mm-hmm. And um, make and touch on that point that you made previously, Adam. It's like you talking about this condensed playbook that we have. Adam, you ain't never ate at the Waffle House, have you? 
I did actually. It was in Myrtle did. Beach. I did. I did, have, I did have Myrtle Beach Waffle House. Yeah. Okay. And man of culture, had, by the way. Listen, listen. You get the All Star? No, I got. Yeah, I did get the All Star, but <laughs> I went at two a.m. to get the real experience. Hello. Hello That's boy. it. All right. Okay. That's, all right. Okay. okay yeah. But okay. I, what I was getting ready to say is that it's like so Waffle House. One thing that a lot of people don't know, they have their own catastrophe index. So, like, if there's a hurricane in the area, you could literally go online and look at the Waffle House to see, you know, who has a full menu and who has a limited menu. And you can look at that, and that determines how bad the catastrophe is in that area. <laughs> so, That's crazy. So, so, what I'm getting, the point I'm making is that it's one of those situations where I felt like we were working on the limited menu at Marcus Mariota. We couldn't go and get the Texas cheesesteak melt like we would normally get. We're only limited to all-stars and bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches because Marcus Mariota didn't have the resources to give us the full menu. And, you know, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches are only good for so long, right? Like, you can only yeah. have so many yeah. of those sandwiches. You eat 13 before... of those in a row, it gets kind of like, all right. Because then, then you're kind of you're you're craving steak and eggs, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's what you're looking for. Right? if you will, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, I know y'all are talking about Desmond Ritter. Um, <laughs> just real quick, how I feel about it. Y'all know I love it. I feel like it's a little too late is my personal opinion but it's better than nothing you know i think uh this has the fan base excited like adam was talking about like i mean because the last four games with marcus Mariota still at quarterback we're probably going to feel kind of pointless in a way because we know what we are we know our ceiling with him at quarterback but now that we have uh desmond ritter in the lineup of course he's going to make mistakes he's still a rookie uh, this is still his first game, and he's in New Orleans. Like, that's tough for anybody. Um, so, you know, I want us to have tempered expectations, but I do think that this offense now has a different aspect to it that we can enjoy because even with Marcus in the game, and I talked about this on the podcast yesterday, a lot of the passing concepts were open. A lot of receivers have been getting open all season, and, uh, you know, sometimes the ball just wasn't getting there for whatever reason so i feel like if if we if desmond can make a couple of the throws that marcus couldn't i feel like we become better instantly i just think like our buddy jr there um from pound for pound he posted that thread and like i actually forgot how good he threw that dig the dig route like there was a couple times on that thread where he threw like the 15 18 yard dig like really Mm -hmm. like into a hole like a real NFL hole. I don't. I don't care first string, second string. Like those are windows. Those are NFL windows. Like yep. and he threw it with anticipation, and that's something that Marcus doesn't do. He doesn't throw with anticipation. He very much is like a college quarterback where he needs to see it open to throw it, which is upsetting. But it it is what it is, and that's what he is as a as a passer, and that's that's why the passing game is so limited. Um, I mean, luckily, Arthur's a wizard in the run game, and that's what's been getting us going. And, like, I, I know people look at, like, the actual functional carries that Marcus Mariota has. Like, oh, he only had seven or eight carries this game, so he's not really affecting the run game. 
anybody that's coached football knows a guy that's an athlete back there is a guy that you have to account for every single play. So if he's an athlete back there and he's he's doing some kind of fake or a play action something like you have to account for that guy taking the ball as well. So he while he may only have seven eight carries a game, he's still affecting the way that team's game plan against that. Exactly. And I think that's one thing that I want Desmond Ritter to like. I don't I don't want I don't want us to run I don't want us to run zone reads with with Desmond Ritter. It's just it's not going to look good. It's not going to look organic. It's, it's going to be you're asking him to do something that he's not really good at do. But run when there's run lanes in the passing concept, right? Like if you're doing a pat, if you're doing a play action boot, or if everything's mugged up and hey, there's seven yards to be had on the leg uh, with your legs, go get those seven yards. Like just just give teams things to think about when they're gaming planning for them. That's 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 my biggest. I don't need him to. I don't need him to run for hundred yards. I need him to run for like thirty yards or twenty yards and throw for two forty, right? Like that's, yeah. that's kind of where yeah. you want to be at. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I mean, looking at um, like that, you said that thread. I went and uh, shout out to I Rewind on on Twitter. They posted a little YouTube video that uh, the QB school did um, right after the Jets game in the preseason. So they basically just broke down all of not all of, but most of like Witter's passes. I think he was ten for thirteen in that game. Mm-hmm, and yep. like you said, Adam, like he threw a few digs that were right just on the money. Man, he threw a dude open. I'm talking about pinpoint <laughs> accuracy. Like just missed the. I mean, like the stuff that you didn't see. Marcus too. I mean, like he just he looked, and I went back and watched a few of the games from the preseason. And it's just everything, like his his is. And we said it throughout the year, but like his demeanor, his poise, his calmness in the pocket, his stepping up in the pocket, his footwork looked good. Like there was a lot of things to like about. Of course, like like Lowe said, you're gonna make mistakes. Of course, especially you know, and that's one thing you worry about a little bit, I guess, going to New Orleans is like, yeah, I mean, he, you don't want him to force anything, you know, or throw something that's not there just to try to make a play, you know, like you want them to just kind of, I mean, like this is cliche, but like, don't play outside of yourself, you know, like just mm-hmm. do what you're supposed to do, you know, but I do think like you, like Adam said, like, yeah, you're going to see more dropbacks. You're not going to see, it doesn't make any sense to run the same off the same exact offense because he's not Mariota. Like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Marcus is an elite runner. So, I mean, like that's, he is, that's one, one, one really good part of his game. And obviously we know, Desmond's fast. We don't know that. I mean, he, he ran the ball in college, but I mean, like you know, it's a little different now. So I mean, we'll see what he's got. But what was um, that? What was that Jets game? He had about sixty yards rushing. Was it the Jets game? He had about sixty yards rushing. No, I believe that I was, was the uh, Lions game. Yeah, I think it was Lions. Lions. Whatever that that game, Lions, yeah. like he was able to tempo that passing attack and the rushing mm-hmm. attack so well. And mm-hmm. yeah. if he's if he's going to be making those mental decisions now. He's going to be fine in this league. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, like those it, are big boy decisions, right? And he yeah, was getting yeah. out of bounds. He was sliding. He wasn't putting his body in arms. Like those are, and I think that's what Arthur was talking about earlier in the offseason was that just his mental maturity is just absolutely fantastic. And I think that's such an underrated uh, element to him. Um, and I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm honestly really excited to see it. I'm, yeah. I, I really, I really, yeah. and you know, I, I said the other day about like, oh, I'm not sure if Desmond's the guy. Like, that that's a given. Of, like, we don't course. know if Desmond's course, the guy. Right. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Let, I'm excited to see the process. Like, we'll yeah. see. We'll see yeah, what he can man. do. I, yeah, I, like, will, I will tell y'all something, though. I, I honestly think this offense is going to become a little bit more balanced. I know a lot of people feel like, you know, we're still going to run the ball um, like it's going out of style. But I honestly think that. I mean, because just like Adam was mentioning earlier, you know, whenever you have a running quarterback like Marcus Mariota, you know, 
everybody takes account. And, mm-hmm. you know, we as a coaching staff, we always say, okay, well, defensive ends, he's going to be taken out of those running plays to the place. I mean, to the off ball side, mm-hmm. because, you know, he's going to be sitting there, you know, rocking back and forth like he's swag surfing, trying to decide whether or not he's coming down. So you coming you know, or you going? You going? <laughs> exactly. So 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 with more people actually being in the box and you know they're not accounting for Desmond Ritter as much, I can honestly see the offense being a little bit more balanced. You know, yeah. us throwing the ball, you know, I would say 28 times. Yeah. yeah and it gives, I, it gives do, the, go ahead. Go ahead do you do you hate that though? I, no, I mean no. Me no. personally, I, I think that's a good thing. Um, like like we said, some of the passing concepts have been open this season, and I still believe, especially if we get the passing game going, like I don't think people realize sometimes how one-dimensional we've been and how successful we've still been able to run the ball. Like teams mm-hmm. know what we're going to do, but we still are able to complete our game plan, on, on the ground at least. So yeah. add, a, add a, 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 a passing attack to that, I think the offense just gets better, and I take we I think we take a step because of that. So yeah. I know you know some people may see it as a bad thing, but I, I think that may be a good thing. No man, like you like you you guys said earlier, there's been games where 20, 30, 40, 50 more yards probably gets us a win in that game. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's happened yeah. several times this year. So, and I mean, and and looking at um, like when I I was telling Lo before the show, like I I got I was out working today, and I got the you know my Twitter started going off about. You know when they made the change, and then I saw start. You know, I got home, so I'm just trying to get through the timeline, looking at everybody's comments. And for the most part, like it seems like everybody's got the right, for the most part, the right kind of attitude about it, right? It's like, like Adam said, we we don't know, we can't like number number one, like QB so hard to call anyway. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's a first rounder or a third rounder or a fifth rounder, you don't know until they're on the field, they're making those decisions or making those throws or not making those throws, and. So, but it seems like the majority of the people, other than the Mariota stands, which I still can't figure out how he has so many of those, but um, all, I got attacked uh, already. So, don't uh, uh, dude, other, dude. other than the petition, yes, I mean, oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, other than those, though, like, I mean, it seems like everybody's kind of like, yeah, okay, you know, we understand what he is or what he might not be, you know, and we're gonna give him a little Love bit of space. <laughs> you already know, man. <laughs> you already know. But, but seriously, on that though, like, how where did that come from? Like, it, it's like I had no idea. Like, it seemed there's people more uh, so, attached to him than like Matt. <laughs> and Matt was here I'll, for 14 years. I'll I'll like, say this: Polynesian culture is very family oriented, and yeah. they're very much that. And they, oh, I, I get I, that end of it. I I totally I totally can respect that, but when you and so when you're attacking one of theirs right like they get upset and that's 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 fair it's like your family member like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. somebody attacks big low i'm I'm right there for him right like you know oh, what i, I mean like that's, I already that's, know that's that. my guy so it's like that's 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 just what it is it's just there's a it's 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 a real culture and they, and they and they and they embrace it and the problem is marcus like we said it before like marcus is such a great guy yeah. right like off the field you you've seen um you've seen all of the uh all the, MMA all the players sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. all oh, the yeah, players the yeah. yeah. oh, this is a marcus ball this is a marcus ball i mean at the end of the day it is what it is you know like i said it's a it's a it's a business and arthur blank ain't gonna sit there and be like hey this is we're not we're not doing this this short game for uh we're not doing the short game with this for for long we gotta we gotta get this uh thing on the on the road here 
Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. and you know, I'm I'm sure Terry Fontenot is the same way, right? Like mm-hmm. you got to think yeah. like Arthur's the now, Terry's the later. His his job is too is going to be based on whether they hit on this quarterback. So they got to be like, hey, I need to see if Ritter is is the guy because, or else I'm if he's not, then I got to put all these resources and going crazy on these quarterback classes in 23 to see if there's a guy there that we want, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and and every I mean, like you said, he's a great guy, but like literally every single press conference the last six weeks, he started it with, "Yeah, it's on me. I got to be better." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like every single one, you know. So I was like, man. Um, but and two, you know, and another another aspect of this too. I mean, the Saints, they they don't really know what to expect now. I mean, it could be that that's, that goes in our favor as well because this is not going to be the same. Just line up and do what we've done with Mariota. So I mean, that that's that's a little yeah. little feather in our cap too. Uh, like let's jump in. Somebody's it's like going to somebody's house to eat for the first time. Like you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> exactly. You know. Right. <laughs> exactly. Let's hop in the chat real quick. Uh, DSF. That's actually my son. What's up, buddy? I know you're watching. Um, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> he's probably not. He's probably playing Madden now. He's probably just yeah, he probably uh, popped in there for a second. What's going on? Big Pop, he just put up four flames. What's going on, buddy? Carrie, what's up? She said, what's up, y'all? So happy to catch you live tonight, John. Yeah, we appreciate you always, Carrie. Bubba Gump said, I'm thinking you're talking about, uh, about Marcus. He's a nice guy, but too scared to throw downfield. Ritter isn't afraid to let it go. What we've seen yeah. so far. And uh, Xavier, what's up, bud? He said, Desmond has the running capabilities too. Yep, he does. Oh, yeah. He said he ran the exact same 40 times as Mariota. Yeah, I think it was what? Is it a 4 4 5? Four, four, it was five. a 4 5 2 officially. officially. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What Mariota? He, Mariota ran a 4 5. I thought he was a 4 4 guy. He was a 4 4 when he came out, I think. Okay. Like originally. See, yeah, he's probably not that anymore. The day of, the number was 4 4 9. But when the official came out, it was 4 5 2. Makes sense. Let's get one from Carrie. She said uh, in Florida, we know shit's getting real when Hurricane is close to Waffle <laughs> and they close oh, the Waffle yeah. House. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, go now, oh, yeah. She said, uh, I beg for a run game in recent years. I love that we have one, but I'm excited to see Ritter because I feel like we've been so one dimensional with Mariota and now with Ritter, we'll pass to. Yep. That's exactly it. And I, I, that's the thing. You want to run the piss out of the ball, but like if you don't have a, if you don't have a, passing concept to, to to beat the brakes when they start stacking the box you're gonna be you're gonna be shot now i think that's 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 part of the problem is that marcus was so literally so one of the he was literally one of the worst uh deep ball passers mm-hmm. uh in the history this year yeah. of the nfl yeah. this year like i've seen a stat he was up there with like blake bortles back in the day Dude, like, it was, when yeah. he, like it was bad and what, and it, what yeah uh, and like a week ago he he, he had attempted like he was number five in attempts mm-hmm. for like over 25, 20, 25 yards. Because it's but dead, there. When, but when dead you're last. stacking the box, <laughs> yeah, the but shots dead are there, right? You got you to yeah. hit those. Yeah, exactly. And Xavier said, if it bottoms out in 23, it's Caleb Williams. <laughs> there you go. Hey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that boy's hey, him. You're going to get no, argue, no argument from me on that one. That dude is ridiculous. Yeah, yep. painted fingernails and all, man. Like, I don't even care. I'm just, telling you, rock star. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you see that he um they're saying like a few Heisman voters are not gonna vote for him because of that. That's crazy. Man, man. they don't understand oh, man. This is my this is my biggest okay, Canadian football is the worst for this. I'm and I'm I'm gonna tell you this way. Canada, in Canada, we can't even have tinted visors here. You know that? You serious? What? You can what? you cannot wear tinted visors, you know, back plates. Yeah, you know, back plate? you cannot no back wear plate. back plates. You can, back plate no cannot be showing. 
this is this is my problem, bro. We got old white men running these damn leagues, man. man. We, we need we need yeah, we, we need some damn culture down man. here. Like the bat face with a sticker on it. It's crazy. Especially if you want to see a big linebacker with a light with a plate, man. Yeah, man. Let them have fun, man. It's so crazy. Let the man have a back plate at least. You know my son's got that thing on him, don't worry. We bend the rules around here. We have fun. That's why we're yes, one of the top sir. teams in Ontario. I but mean, yeah, man. The tent advisor is crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy, man. And it's crazy because so my the business that I'm part of now, um, K Sports, we got sponsored from Shock Visors. Um, and Shock Visors sent us some stuff, and he's got like this sick blue visor. And I'm like, man, you're just gonna have to wear it to practice. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know well, what to do. All right. Well, so my next point or my next topic, or not really topic, but just kind of going on with what we've been talking about. So now that Marcus is benched, uh, y'all see what it's gonna cost if we keep him, right? Have y'all seen this? 17 oh, yeah. mil, 15 mil, 12. Oh, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm not paying 12 as a fur for Marcus for a backup yeah. next year. I don't know. Like four. Are expensive would... though, John. Hmm? It's, these backups are expensive though. It's no, like, they are, but you know, like... think about it. Who else? Who else would you get? Uh, I can tell you in a second. Hang on. Um, you can, you can, you could probably restructure that contract or extend it and make it cheaper though. I, I, I can't see us paying that personally. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, it, pay it either. No, I mean that would. Yeah, preferably is something that you're not trying to. So I mean, like the there are, I mean, several free agent quarterbacks. How about a little, uh, how about a little Gardner Minshew action here in Atlanta? How about that? <laughs> not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I'm down. Okay, Minshew hey. Mania. Okay, free agent. He'd probably be pretty cheap. Um, let's see. I'm just looking at guys that may fit our or help. I mean, like, eh. and then there's other guys like Tyler Huntley, Philip Walker. Um, I I actually don't hate the Minshew fit. Like I, I don't either. To be honest, fit. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't either. To be honest with you, um, Drew Locke. You know, we can always get Drew here. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else. Now, now we're getting into these next. These next guys are all starters for the most part, so it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but those, those. That's really it, man. I mean, like other. I mean, other. These. There, there's some other guys, but they're not really. Their statues are not what needs to be in our offense yeah um, so. boy you're right so. <laughs> oh, oh lord here we <laughs> go here we go no i mean this you know that's that's not that's not i mean we did it with matt but i think arthur kind of arranged that offense so matt could could, could run it you know that's not what he prefers yeah. though i mean but that's that's what, i i think that's the most crazy thing about arthur smith over these past like two and a half years now he's like this is going to be like the third offense he's like implementing on the fly here and it just seems like like he's just he's just an offensive like guru man like he knows what he's doing and that's like i think that's the thing that gets me most excited about him and ritter together is that i think we're gonna see some fun things yeah yeah same here uh xavier said go get nick mullen yeah i mean like he's i think he, he's let me look at nick mullen he's uh nick mullen, yeah he, he ran that san francisco scheme pretty he did good. yeah did uh he's did two million did two dcr million? declare a ucla you know what i don't know i haven't no seen that he declared then just go get him in like the six uh, victor herrera yeah. said uh draft cam rising his twitter's back up we just talked about cam rising on the last show uh Fleek, he was. Uh, I mean, he's a fighter, man. We give him that. Yeah, he's he a is. Fighter. He is. I mean, thank you. You need a vet, though. 
you need a big yeah. Right? yeah you don't yeah, have two I two young guys good. i guess yeah, yeah yeah and victor said as a utah fan and a falcons fan i'm banging that drum yeah i mean <laughs> do that yeah i mean and uh bubba gump said Minshew mania for qb2 yeah man i got i'm not i, yeah, I don't I hate, hate it. that i don't hate it at all i mean he's got a little bit of a little bit of swag to him as well. A little bit of craziness. Yeah. I mean, you know, a little bit of wiggle in his hips. He can move a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what we do. I mean, obviously, you know, if we don't pick up that option for Mariota, that's going to put us right around what 90, 90 ish yeah. uh, million for something like that. To spend. I mean, but so, half I mean, of us going to resign, though. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I just, I just brought this up with low too before the show. I don't know if you guys have seen, have you guys seen the, uh, re- the value for, uh, I think I commented on your show last night, Fleek, um, the, the Caleb McGarry oh, figure yeah, right McGarry now. Contract. Yeah. Have y'all seen that? 17 and a half million. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know that I'm doing that. And, uh, uh franchise, I'm playing franchise tag with him. Probably. That's what I said too, bro. How much would the franchise okay. be though? I think it's like 13, 13, yeah, 13, 13 14. Somewhere around that. Yeah, it's I kind of a, It's kind of a round price, right? I mean, yeah, I could see. do that. Yeah, hey, I if you can do it this year, let's see if you can do it next year, and we'll pay you next year. Yeah, exactly. like a second yeah. year, prove it type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, and look at, I mean, you know, uh, and like what you were saying, Adam, about Arthur too. Um, watching some of the breakdowns, some other people have done on YouTube, like the QB school and stuff like that, it's crazy. Like the that's one thing that, and I also heard. Uh, as well, uh, Josh Kendall from the Athletic talking with um, Aaron Freeman today about it as well. That Marcus may not didn't get as as much credit for, but was actually with as, as kind of complicated as Arthur's schemes are. Like how good Marcus was at getting people, like understanding all of that, getting people in, you know, the right folks in there, getting basically the ball snap before <laughs> the play clock ran out. Like you know, it's like he he basically said he didn't get enough credit for that. But that's one thing that you know he said that kind of worry not worries him but like it's one thing that Ritter will have to kind of deal with because he you know in the preseason he was like this stuff was all like all the play calling was kind of dumbed down you weren't calling like you know this exotic stuff that you may we may be calling now but looking back at some of I mean he did run like some of the diamond stuff in the preseason and some of the heavy sets and some of the trips I mean like he ran different stuff that we really haven't seen you know like since with with Marcus so I mean I, I don't know I don't, I'm not I don't true. think you know you know I mean yeah, so it's true yeah, I mean, it's something else to think about, but I mean, yeah, I, and on that note, too, I put out a, a little tweet about what folks would grade Arthur this year, like, which I figured would get some type of response, and it did. Um, so, A through, well, we'll just say A, we'll, we'll, we'll start with you guys. We'll low what you're giving an Arthur for the year so far up to this point. Man, I got to give him C minus. C-. Yeah, I got to give him a C minus. I, I think the stubbornness. Um, you know, I mean, just just me myself looking at it as a coach, you know, sometimes you just got to learn how to delegate. Um, you know, he, he, he's trying to call the plays and be the coach. We missed out on a timeout last week um, because, you know, he he was trying to call plays, be the coach. Should have called the timeout before the two-minute warning. Um, just to swear the simple fact that we waited so long to make this move with Desmond Ritter. Um, just small things like think about that Washington game. Um, Cordero Patterson went out of bounds. Whether or not, you know, um, not handling our timeouts the right way, calling the pass play that would have scored, or if we did, if they didn't catch it, if they did intercept it, if it would have been incomplete, it would have been a timeout for them basically. 
I mean, do you really trust your defense to hold them to under a field goal? I mean, I mean, it, there's a whole lot of things that come into play. I, th- I think I gotta give them a seat. You know, the, the, the it's, it's, it's the stubbornness for me. You know, um, but I, I, I definitely give them credit for you know kind of establishing um, our identity. I, I got to give them credit for that. But um, oh yeah, I, I mean, I, we, yeah, agreed. Yeah, we've never been. We've never been. I mean, at least during the Dan Quinn era. I mean, we were never thought of as a tough team or like a team that anybody was scared to play, you know what I mean? Or like, like these guys, I mean, yeah, from the start to finish, they're going to bring it in. I don't think we've ever ran the ball like this in our history. Like, since I mean, like maybe, you know, Michael Turner years, you know, when we were, when we were rolling pretty well. And I mean, Shanahan with that first year with, I mean, with uh, Devonta and Tim Coleman was pretty, pretty nice too. But yeah, I mean, that's what, what you say, Adam. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a strong B. I just mean like, I, I think, like, this year we were supposed to be, like, historically bad, like it looked like. I, I think we've been, like, without, like, Marcus, like, running a, like running us into the ground, I think it's it's looked okay. Like, it hasn't looked great, but, like, you got to understand, like, we got the most dead cap. We have, like, literally next to nobody on defense. <laughs> like, I said this before, if you gave somebody a piece of paper with 12 slots on it and you, you put in Grady and A.J. Terrell, would anybody able to be able to name or sorry, 11 slots. That's Canadian me. Sorry. <laughs> would you able, would you be able to know the nine other players? And I honestly don't think anybody would like, I just think there's so much bad and he's, he's given us, he's given like hope for the first, like this first aspect of the, of the season. I mean, even like, even now, like now there's hope that Ritter's going to be the guy. So I feel like, He's been able to like string the. He's like we're like the mice, and he's got the the cheese, right? Like he's he's bringing <laughs> us along for the riding, but he's doing a good job of it. Like he's it it looks good. I mean, like Lo was saying, like there's some things that were bad for sure, but I think this is just a building year all around, and I I appreciate everything he's done. Like I I was over over critical of him too, um, coming into the year. I just thought the offense when was going to be so complacent, but. The run game is like, probably get the best run game caller in the in the league, and, and if we can find a quarterback to like heighten the the pass game, it, they're gonna they're gonna work hand in hand with each other. And, and the beautiful thing of it all is that Arthur's the head coach, so he ain't going anywhere. So this thing's just gonna be like a constant turning chain and just keep moving and moving and moving, right? So yeah, um, yeah, I, I I think it's a strong B, uh, you know, for. The thing, like, it's not, obviously not an A because of what Lowe was saying, but mm-hmm. I just – I got to give credit where credit's due because I, I honestly thought they are going to win three games. And they're, they've already – like, you know what I mean? They're already at five. So, I mean, and there's there's some winnable games down the stretch here, um, especially if Desmond can come out uh, swinging. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's so say you fleet. Yeah, yeah I, I would say B- minus for kind of the same reason. I think we're all going to have a, a lot of the same points and our explanations, yeah. but, like – a big chunk of that grade off is because of the stubbornness, like like Lo said. Um, but I, I do I have been a big fan of the play calling this year. The run game has opened up, and like I said, I think a lot of the passing concepts will be there as well. Um, the stubbornness to keep Mariota in this long actually plays a pretty big part in it for me, because I know that while some fans look at it as okay, the season's over, uh, you know. Let's just throw the rookie out there. I because it's always been the common thing that Mariota give you the better chance to win right now. 
But I actually feel like maybe Ritter gives you a better chance to win right now. And I'll know soon. I'll know mm-hmm. I'll know before oh, yeah. too long. Oh, yeah. So but yeah, I, I'd say a B minus. Um few questionable decisions here and there. But I feel like he and Terry, and I know Terry isn't in this, but they've just created a culture here in just two years that I feel like I could be proud of. Not so uh finesse and ticky tacky. It's 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 like I'm coming at you and we're going to play a real game of football, and that's what's keeping us in these games. You know, we, we had one game where we just wasn't in it at all. That was the Cincinnati game. It's right. kind of like the outlier. But other than that, though we are 5-8, and eight, we've been in most of the games. So, you know, B- minus, I say, is, is, you know, a fair grade. Yeah, that's kind of where I was. I mean, for the, like you said, I'm not going to repeat what everybody said, but, I mean, when what, what Lowe said, I mean, you know, the, the delay to bring him in and uh, – you know, a few of the things, a few of the not, a few of this to like, like Micah said it on the show earlier in the season, just kind of out thinking himself, you know, in certain situations, like, dude, like, you know, it didn't like you, it's not that complicated. I mean, like, even just like last week in the first half, like, you know, he said they were stacking the box. Well, that's never stopped him before. <laughs> like, we still, we still ran the ball. I mean, like, and we, and we yeah. still were successful doing it. So, like, you know, I mean, like, let let them let let those guys prove that they they can stop you. You know, before you just abandon it all together and try to you know do something we're not good at, which is throw the ball. Uh, you know, and yeah. I mean, you know, so just things like that. But yeah, I mean, I, like, second year coach still learning. So I'm not, you know, I'm not hating on it. And like, like Adam said, which by the way, Adam had to had the jet. He just want to let you guys know. Yeah, he oh. got out of here. But um, the um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the dead cap, everything that you got, he's got going against him for the second year. I mean, like, you know, next year when we've got some hopefully some solid free agents and another good draft class that you know we can see like some actual real progress with it, which should be interesting. So we'll see what some of the chat said. Um, Get back up here. Uh, let's just see. Xavier said DTR has and had entered the NFL draft. Hmm. Well, oh, okay, awesome. It'll be interesting. He's an interesting um, prospect. Yeah. Carrie said, "Been seeing people on Twitter saying Cam. Oh God, I don't know. I can't do that <laughs> for backup. Yeah. yeah, right. You don't want you don't want him anywhere near the locker room, man. <laughs> Nowhere near that locker room. Um, you know, maybe said maybe Taylor Haneke is a backup. Man, I think he might be getting a deal somewhere. I think he might get resigned in Washington. He just might, man. He just might. He just might. Because what what was the contract that they gave to Wentz? What's the numbers there? I don't really know. Uh, I can tell you in a second. Go ahead. Just because I I know that Wentz wasn't performing too great early in the season before he went down with with an injury. Is he he out for the season, or are they just choosing to play Heineke? No, they're just choosing to play Heineke. Yeah. Oh, they just benched him. Yeah, they just benched I mean, and – you know, I know his numbers may not be gaudy or anything like that, but I mean, they they're like six and one in the last seven games. I mean, you you wins are what matter most, and you can't say he's not winning games. So, you know, I don't know if they offer him a little mini deal, like a two year, twenty three, twenty four million dollar deal or something like that. I don't think they're gonna sign him to no long extension, but I could see. Dude. Dude, Carson's on a four-year, $128 million contract. Oh, it, expi- wow. it expires in 25. His average salary is 32 a year. What the f- oh, <laughs> What are y'all man. doing? Oh, my God. I did not realize Wentz was getting paid that much. No, I didn't either. Um, that's wild. Oh, man. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's at the <laughs> top of that list. Heineke's at a, at a whopping 1.5. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's crazy. Jeez. Wow. 
you know, they'd have said Arthur gets a C. So we're all about the same. I mean, right now on yeah, the on, right now on Twitter, it looks like um, let's see, seven percent gave him an A so far, fifty nine percent a B, which is the ma- the majority. C thirty two and two percent given a D. So there's a, that's a harsh crowd right there. That D crowd, that's a, <laughs> that's a tough one right there. Gary <laughs> says shit. McGarry's too suspect. I don't know if I'm ready to pay him uh, money, but I'm breaking the bank for Listrom. Yep, I don't think there's oh, any yeah. doubt about that. Literally, yeah, yeah. Blank Xavier J. said, "Uh, I think you'll see a ton of three-step drops for Ritter and allow him to process what's right in front of him." He was also a huge user of the back at use user of the back at Cincy and well, yeah, utilize that as well. Yep, hundred percent. Author said, "I mean, I'm sorry." Xavier said, uh, "B minus." Yep. Everybody else, Bubba Gumps, him making the switch at the bye was right move to give Ritter some extra time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it, uh, I would have done it earlier, but. I get the bye week now for sure. Yeah. Uh, Carrie said B minus. Yep. Um, she said, I think just like last year, AS said the most he, he came with what he has. Our roster is arduous, cap hell, creating a no BS culture, which we didn't have with Quinn 100%. But we had a lot of t shirts. So we had a lot of t shirts, oh, yeah. a, cool, a lot of cool sayings. Yeah. I mean, everything was brotherhood, man, a lot of merch. Um, Embrace the suck. <laughs> That's right. Embrace the, the suck. Yes, sir. Tell the truth Mondays, baby. Tell the um, truth Mondays. Uh, sometimes I love to play call on. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly right. Xavier said, we've been competitive in every game but two this year. That wasn't a trade of the Falcons teams that were more talented. Uh, there have been no quit in this roster and a bad one at that, man. 100%. And Bubba Gump said, a B, 70 million a day cap. Yep. And she said, Carrie said, allegedly we were supposed to only win two games this year. I also think our run game is dominant and scary. We haven't had that in a long time. Not in a long time. Yeah. For sure. And she said, I really think we can uh, truly judge Arthur Smith fairly next year. We finally have the money to spend and we are three years in charge yards. Yeah. I mean, definitely yeah. going to see more of him. Uh, Xavier, next year will be the year we learn enough about him to make a more critical opinion as a head coach, 100%. And these, these, these are just, these are good takes. Like you're not seeing any yeah. crazy nonsense like you do on Twitter sometimes. So, you know, yeah, um, right. <laughs> um, I think we've only lost two of the eight games by more than one score. For me, that's huge. We've been in it and competitive despite our bad roster and having a pretty bad passing game. Pretty bad. It's been, man. <laughs> sure. Side note, Mayfield is in for the Rams right now. Is he? Yeah, I've been watching yeah. it. I've been watching it. His first drive was pretty, pretty decent. Oh, Baker. Yeah. Uh, Xavier said Eagles gave Wentz that deal after the Super Bowl and hopes he would return to his previous form. Well, oh, they sure did. Yeah, sure that did. did not happen. Yeah. Um, so look, hey, at, they got Jalen Hurts now, so hey, they ain't. Yeah, mad. I think I think they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next little segment here, let's talk about the defense, y'all. What uh, a disgusting stat earlier, man. I heard on uh, again Josh Kendall on with Aaron Freeman earlier today. The defense this year has given up about six and a half yards per play, which is the second worst in the last five years of the NFL. What? So, wow. Yeah. So do you, do you know what the first uh, worst is? Our defense last year. <laughs> wow. So two years in a row given up basically the most yards per play than any team in the NFL and the worst in the last – I mean, like – and, I, I, you know – uh, I'm. I, I like Dean Pease. Um, I, I know he hasn't had a lot to work with, but man, like there, they got to be some changes there, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, low, that's, low with you, yeah. anybody. Yeah, <laughs> fleet. What, what y'all got? <laughs> no, I'm just still appalled because I expected you to say 
second lowest in the NFL this year. You said in the last, <laughs> last five, five years. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like, last game was the epitome of our defense to me because it was kind of bend but don't break-ish. But the drives were way too long. They were getting mm-hmm. ran all over. So they only gave up 19 points. But it still wasn't a good defensive performance because of the yards per play. That – you know, there are third downs, of, man. Uh, third pick, downs. Yeah, oh my gosh. We're terrible on third downs. We can't get off the field. There has to be some changes made. I don't know if that means like peas would be gone or anything. I think Art may give him one more year with, with some with with a maybe give him a decent uh edge other outside of Elicetti or something mm. like that. Maybe draft a, another corner and then give him something and like, all right, let's see what you can do with this. And then yeah. now if you can't do it. We know what's up. Art likes Dean Pease, and we see how Art feels when he has a, a bond with someone or a relationship. He may let it linger a little longer than it maybe should sometimes, but that could be to uh, Dean Pease's benefit. So I think we'll probably be able to see what he can do next year too. And Dean might call it a day too. He might be like, you know what? I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. I got to take a break. That's true too. That's true. Yeah. That's but you true. got low. Well, I mean, I think – I think – Whenever Vincent Taylor went down uh, before the mm-hmm. season started, and then you know we—I mean—we were just losing defensive tackle after defensive tackle. Goldman retired before See, Goldman just retired. <laughs> Goldman left to go get some Popeyes and just never came oh, back. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I, I mean, we, we all know that the the heart of that three-four defense is that nose tackle. Um, I I think we just we need to get that guy i think that's that's a big reason why you know we we've just been giving up so many yards because uh, you know our linebackers you know they're, they're just not able to play free now, everybody's talking about um michael walker his struggles but you know he should be he should be a little bit cleaner than that you know a lot of that goes to whoever's playing in front of him mm-hmm. so i mean you know i i feel like Something that'll fix a lot of our problems would be that defensive, that nose tackle position. Yeah, I agree. I like I mean, that. I like that. I agree. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, like like TQ going down was huge, obviously, to because he'd been. I mean, we we thought at least what could be Grady's running mate for at least a little while, because you know, and like you know, we said like Fleek and I said on the last show, um, you know, uh, Abdullah and. Jalen Dalton and those guys done a pretty good job. It's not been terrible, but it's just not been the same. You know, Grady's not been getting that type of push that he's been able to get because, you know, offensive lines have been able to, to just hone in on Grady a little bit more and, like, not allow him to get in the backfield as much and disrupt stuff like he does. So, yeah, I mean, um, I know Arthur alluded to some changes too possibly on defense. I don't think you just – I don't think you totally just – you can't at this point just totally up, you know, heave it and start doing different things. But you can, you know, run – you can change it a little bit schematically in what you're doing and the way the players are out. You're seeing Troy play a little bit more out there. Anderson's getting a little bit more snaps than he has been getting. So, um, and Michael Walker's since they took away that green dot, he's been playing a little bit better. Um, oh, and yeah. I, and that, that could have just been a little too much for him. I mean, a little bit, maybe, you know, that's not him. Maybe he's just best uh, as a Sam or whatever. That I means instead of being that Mike type of guy. So, yeah. I don't Speaking know. Speaking of yeah. the changes, I have a, I've, I've been having a funny thought all day. Who do you think – how do you think this news got out that Ritter is going to start? Because Arthur Smith said that we would know Monday next week. And well, he's see, I, usually pretty 
first thing I saw, I think was, uh, was Ian Rappaport's thing that it said yeah. that Arthur informed, um, they helped inform Mariota this morning that oh, he was, okay. I didn't so I think, I think that's kind of how, if, if I'm Arthur, I probably do it the same way. Like let this kind of just get out. Like, and don't do it. Don't do a conference, you know, like not a big to do or whatever. Like, let it just get the news out there. Let it, let everybody find out. And then next yeah. week or Monday, whenever he's back in the facility, everybody's got time. Then they can just, you know, ask whatever questions yeah. they want to ask. So, I mean, I, yeah. that's what I'm, I'm guessing at least. I don't know. Uh, I remember like, on sense. the press conference. I remember he said that. I remember he said, we'll, he said, we'll know mm-hmm. at the end of this week. So, mm, okay. at, you know, and it wasn't at the very end of that conference, somebody asked him and he said, um, uh about how are, do you already know like are you do you already know that if you know what you're going to do and he said i'm 95 sure and like right then you're oh, like dang. okay well, <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. okay that's why i felt so that's why after that conference and like we've talked about it fleek i just felt like just hit everything about that press conference like his body language what he said oh, the yeah. fact he was like i mean you know even that, that he even acknowledged what josh kendall said about uh, change making us uh, could bring a spark to the team like like he wouldn't have done that weeks ago he'd have been like no there is yeah. no controversy like that's it so right. just all that was different but um yeah so i'll see false start falcon what's up bud good to see you man carrie said ak47 is going to be special man he's already making an impact as a rookie and i love that guy yeah yes yes you i agree xavier said literal bend but don't break defense we're actually giving up a field goal less in points per game uh 27 21 and 24 in 22 yeah man and like fleek said it's just those drives are so damn long it doesn't give our offense enough possessions <laughs> like especially we gotta, uh since we have an offense that can't really take advantage of it up to this yeah. point it is recipe for disaster yeah when you run the ball all the time yourself and run the clock that doesn't do you any good so i mean if yeah. you get down a couple of scores you're down a couple of scores late in the game there's not a whole lot you can do oh yeah you're done yeah. And then you find yourself with 10 minutes left in the game down by 21, still trying to run the ball to come back. Yeah. The Bengals game. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals right, game. Exactly. I told you all you need to know right there. Carrie yeah. um, said, I just want to pass rush. We made rookie, uh, make rookie and trash treat QBs look good. I want some big dogs on the line next to Grady to get him some help. Bubba Gump said, I want to see D'Angelo Malone take the next step next year. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. needs some more snaps. I agree. Uh, Xavier said, give me Brees from Clemson. I'm all about it. He said he is white. Jeffrey Simmons of <laughs> nature. Next to Grady, that opens the door. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about Breesy, man. Get, get him in here. Carrie yeah, said, I was looking at the Falcons YouTube channel for a press conference today after the news come out with nothing today, sadly. Yeah, I think they're all uh, chilling this week, or at least for right yeah. now, um, taking mm-hmm. a few days off. And Xavier said, by the time Arthur will talk about it Monday, all the fanfare will calm down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I I, that's a great point. Yeah, I think that's kind of smart to go ahead and do it and get it out of the way so you don't have anything to talk about. Uh, well, you're going to talk about it, but not as like feverish as it would have been today for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so looking and also looking at these these rookies, I put out a thing. So, all right, so just grade this rookie, like who we've seen this year, grade these people for me. And, man, I've, I mean, all over the board, man, like from what I've seen so far. So I ask you guys, Drake London, what y'all giving him? I'll let you go, Big Low. I mean, I, I gotta give Drake a, a B plus, um, you know, based off of you know what he's. It's like to a certain extent, we've only seen like what a little bit of what he can do. Yeah, right? just a little bit of it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like catching a shooting star, you know. It's, so it's, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I think I would give him a B plus. I feel like he's really taking advantage of the opportunities that he's had so far, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know, so yeah, yeah I, I give him a B plus. I think he's I third. Agree, yeah. 
I think he's third in yardage or something like that behind Olave and Garrett Wilson. So oh yeah, now and rookies, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Same yeah. That, you, that's kind of where I that's kind of where I'm at right at B plus because I, I want to say A so bad, but like he just we haven't been able to see everything that he can do right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, with what he had with, with the chances that he has had, yeah, like I, I think he can be the wide receiver one of the future for this offense, and I think. Of course, you want to get a guy to be, you know, his running man, wide receiver two, as you have Kyle Pitts at tight end. You still want to have a, a solid wide receiver two, which OZ is doing pretty good at that right now. But I think Drake Lennon is the wide receiver of one of the future in Atlanta. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of funny uh, off off topic, but, you know, it's kind of funny. Like last year, you know, Matt got Russell Gage paid, you know, like if oh, yeah. I mean, like that 30 million dollar contract was never going to come to Russell Gage had he not. We had not had the injuries we had and. Calvin yeah. betting on the team or whatever. Um, <laughs> we can kind of we can kind of thank Marcus for not like doing that for Oz this year. <laughs> like like <laughs> Oz is going to be more affordable next year because he hadn't got those numbers and he could have. Yeah, he could. He like, could he, have. He legit. So you know, like he, he's probably more of a three. Like you know, like you know, he's yeah. not. But I mean, like he's that guy that you know finds those holes in the zones and you know like gets open. Like you know that, that's that type of dude. So like maybe Mark, you know, maybe Marcus is solid there, but not really. Uh, Throwing in the ball as much as he probably could have. Um, yeah. All right, uh, AK forty-seven. B, I would say a B. He's shown flashes. Uh, there were some games that he didn't have too much of an impact, but a lot of games where it may not show up on the stat sheet, he was affecting the pocket. He was affecting the quarterback in a lot of games this season. Mm-hmm. So. AK has been pretty good. I, I would love to see him take the next step next season. And I, I'm interested to see, you know, when he's healthy, if he plays within these last four games, I'm interested to see how he closes out the season because that spin move is something nasty. And, you know what I'm saying, I'm interested to see uh, us have a young pass rusher grow. That that one, yeah, that was what, it was against uh, Washington, right? Yeah, that was yep. so quick, dude. Like that's what that's what Vic Beasley wanted to be right there. Like that spin move, that's what he wanted that spin move to be. I yeah. was like, damn, that was impressive. So, yeah, what you got, Lo? I'm going to give him an A. I like it. I I'm like going to give him an A. Um, based off of what I've seen, he looked like he could easily be a double-digit sack guy. I mean, I've seen him do almost every move, almost every pass rush move. And the thing is, is that, you know, it's just kind of like what Kerry alluded to earlier. He really doesn't have too much to work with beside him. So just imagine if he does get that that really good prototypical, you know, uh, defensive end, you know, about 6'4", 270, long arms, arms so long he could touch his knees without bending over. <laughs> it's like, just imagine, guys. I'm just saying, like, I I, I think I got to give him an A. He, he's, he's, he surprised me. I, I know yeah. we took him in the second round, but in my mind, he's playing like a first-round pick. I'm with oh, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, and looking at uh, he's tied for fourth with Trevon Walker uh, amongst rookies this year with uh, 28 pressures. So, yeah. and you look at the top three: Aiden Hutchinson with 37, Karloftis, who I really liked, by the way, 33. Yeah, I, did, I did too. Yeah. Um, and Kayvon Thibodeau with 32. So, I mean, he's right there to be and to be drafted 30 some odd spots past most of those guys. I mean, yeah. Pretty, I mean, Trevon Walker, number one, man. So, I mean, you know, yeah. that's for value wise, that's not too, not too shabby. Um, yeah. all right. So, Troy Anderson, tough one, kind of. 
Are y'all waiting on me? Uh, <laughs> um, it's tough because I've seen him make a few mistakes, but he's so raw. He's so talented. Mm-hmm. Like he's so athletically gifted. It's just a B minus. I'll say a B minus. The potential is obvious to see, though. Like with an off season of growth, and if they're able to help him progress the way that they've helped Richie progress since last year, in a way. If he takes the next step in the same way next season, I think he has. We have a chance to have somebody special in the middle of the defense um, for the first time in a while. So I'm hoping he reaches the expectations. But right now he's still a little raw. Um, so I say a B minus. She got big. Yeah, I give I, I give him a B. Um, I know Dean Pease and his defense. He really doesn't like to play rookies all that early. Um, you know for him to come in there and play as much as he, as, as much as he has in this scheme. Um, that's a testament to how well he's done. Um, just like fleet said, he has made a few mistakes, but every game he makes a play where you're like, wow, if he, if he, if he could do that on a consistent basis, you talking about a pro bowl player easy. So yeah. I give him a B it's kind of like the whole Drake London situation. You know, mm-hmm. you really don't know what you got with them because we haven't seen them as much but i mean yeah i give them i give them a straight b yeah i mean and you know you look at like you said some of those flash plays those block punts like he's coming out like shot out of a cannon on those things and when he had that earlier in the year and then like you know against the 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 Bengals against the bears he came up to fill a run gap uh and justin took off to the left and he filled the gap and he still got across the line and and tackled him behind a line of scrimmage like it was like impressive as hell to see like you don't see guys move like that laterally that are that big and that fast <laughs> so i mean like yeah there's a lot there's a lot to look forward to i think there um before we go to the next guy we'll jump in here saviors to london at a minus when having five receptions or more he has only under has only had under 70 yards once yep ak 47 he's a pass rush specialist needs to be better in run fit but he can rush faster yep agreed and he said a minus for for ak bubba gump said a minus for ak and Xavier said, Troy's a C plus. It's there. You can see the talent and the tools. It just needs to be properly molded. Yeah, 100%, man. When you play three different positions in college, I mean, like, you ain't got all the time right. in the world to be a, a great linebacker. So, I mean, I'm sure being QB uh, for a while definitely gives him a different aspect at playing linebacker, um, which, you oh, know, yeah. and, and like like you said, Low, like, it's, you know, he, it's not something for P's to play rookies all the time. And you didn't, that's why people were calling for Richie last year. But I was calling Richie a, a bust last year because he wasn't on the field. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not it. It's just he's not trying to throw him out there to get destroyed. I mean, like, they, and it's kind of like what Arthur did with, with Ritter this year. Like, he's trying not to let their confidence or whatever just to get taken from them, you know, in that initial part of the season. So, you know, I like, like Fleek said, next year going to be interesting because if he takes that leap, then I mean, he's, he could be something special for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I put Malone on there. For me, Malone's kind of incomplete because of the amount of snaps yeah. he's had. I don't yeah, know about you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it's, I mean, like, he, he, I think he's, he shows some signs, but I think, you know, in college, he was definitely that speed type of, he, he, he's not the biggest guy, but I mean, like, he's got that speed type of aspect. I think if he adds a few pounds, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to take away the speed, what makes him special, but I think, you know, right. he could be developed into something better. And uh, Tyler Algier, man. What I give Tyler Algier an A. You gotta I give him an A, right? A because Tyler Algier is a bulldozer. He is a bowling ball, and he runs with so much aggression and power each and every play. Like, 
I call him Mr. Three and Four the hard way. That's what I call Tyler Algier. And, and occasionally he'll break off the 10 to 15 to 20 yard runs. And uh, I don't know, Tyler Algier isn't the fastest guy, but sometimes you get him out on that edge. He has a second gear that he can hit. And I, I just think that he could be a potential bell cow running back of the future. And I, cause I feel like if he, if he was not splitting, if he had not been splitting carries as much as he has this season, I think he will. He would end up being like a thousand yard rusher. Probably, yeah. Low, yeah. I I, I got to give him an A. Um, I agree with everything Fleet said. It's like he runs people over, but I just really, I really appreciate his vision. It's like um, it's improved it, so much throughout the year it, too. It really has, hasn't yes. it? Like um, I forgot it was a game. I think it was the Chicago game. Where it's like everybody was washed down, and he just put his foot in the ground and just went around the edge, and he got like twenty five yards. I'm sitting here like, man, like that was. I mean, the the vision, and I mean his decisiveness is like he doesn't always try to run people over. Like a lot of times he'll make people miss. Um, yeah. and I mean he 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 really feels like the complete bag. I and just like Xavier said, I agree with what he said for a fifth round pick. Yes, I mean you got to give him an A plus. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's what uh, that's exactly that's what Xavier said. He said fifth round. You gotta be kidding me. A plus plus. That's true, man. And Bubba Gump, same thing. Got an A. Um, and Xavier did say Troy reminds me of Isaiah Simmons, just a low level, low level, lower level tweener. Yeah, it's good. I probably good, probably good comp there. Yeah. And Bubba said he wants to run over people, not around him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he does. But like 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 Lowe said, he he's got he's getting he did that a lot more during the earlier part of the season. But like he's getting a little yeah. bit smarter now, which is good because you know, we've seen guys, Devonta Freeman, you know, oh, yeah. like he he liked contact too. He didn't last in the league very long. So I mean, like right. you know, the fact that we've got three backs that can go out there and they're all similar, but they all do something a little bit different. Um yeah. that can spell each other. I mean, that's just gonna extend yeah. their extend their life in the league so i mean that's that's a good thing so and with cp yeah. not getting any older and that's what kills like i i've seen so many takes about like hey if Bijan's there we gotta take him at 15 or wherever we draft like i have such a hard time taking a i know he might be a generational running back but we literally just drafted a guy in the fifth round and look what yeah. he's doing in our in, in arthur's offense so yeah. like you know it, it, that would hurt me to take a running back that high knowing that man <laughs> like we could, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, look at like, what you found. Like you found a diamond in the rough. Why, why snuff out that value by spending a first round pick on another running back, even if he is generational, like you said. And another thing about Tyler Algier that I really like to watch is not only will he, you know, bulldoze people, but he's like his contact balance is man is different. So he's running through tackles. He's not just running over people. He's running through arm tackles. You got to make sure you square up with him. So, I mean, he's just he's just a play, a, a treasure to watch run every week when he gets yeah. his carries. Yeah, his yak yards are just stupid. Like you know, the first person does not take him down ever. Like, yeah, you know, wow. unless he just happened to trip him up or something. Like he he's not coming down. And yeah. as Xavier said, Tyler's giving CP eighty four a longer leash. Yeah, I think they help each other out, man. Yeah. Same way. I mean, you know, he's he's helping CP extend his career and. You know, he's helping Tyler not get beat the hell up in his early part of his career. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, like I said, I want to keep him as healthy as we can keep him for as long as we can. Um, yeah. So, overall, man, like how I, I'm, and I, I just got this tweet said, uh, sacrifice for Bryce said, this is nothing but an A, a draft class. Every other answer is wrong. London, Arnold, and Tyler are the future. So, that was my next thing. Like, overall, for Font, Terry, for Fontenot this year, y'all giving him an A for this class? I am. I am personally. I feel like, 
from from every rookie that we've seen, we see the potential or we see them producing right now. So, like, as far as the first draft, we had a few players that were like, okay, they we know that one player that shouldn't even play on the NFL team, right? And there are a few players that had slow starts like Richie. But mm-hmm. this year, the rookies are like – they're hot, and they're they're showing you right now that you have such a good core group to build on. This could end up being one of those drafts which you look back on and say that was the one that gave them that base that they needed to build on to create the championship team. Because think Hello. about it, if, if AK turns into an elite pass rusher, if Drake London turns into an elite receiver, and Algier continues to run the way he is and gets more carries and, and his production just goes up, that right there is three potential stars that you drafted the same year. Yeah, basically three first round talents. You could yeah, say, basically. you know, I mean that type of thing that you did not have to draft first in the first right. round. Right. So. Exactly. Oh, and not even to mention if Ritter ends up being the guy that would take this draft class. Oh, over yeah. The Obviously, the guy I didn't mention because you know no playing time yet, so we don't know. But yeah, right. Yeah. So, will you say low A A as well for Terry? Man, I'm gonna say A all the way around the board for this year and last year. I mean, you look at if you look at the amount of guys that have been playing, been getting consistent playing time from I mean, from the Kyle Pitts to the Richie Grants, Avery Williams. Right. It's like, you know, yeah. Avery Williams, like every time he gets the ball, it seems like something electric happens. Um yeah. I mean, and then you can you count in this year's draft class, you know, you got the um Drake London's, Detroit Anderson's, Arnold Ebiketti's, um, Desmond Ritter's, D'Angelo Malone's. It's like I, I you you gotta give them a A. And and this is different than we've seen all these other Falcons teams be. Because how often have we seen, you know, you have a twenty seventeen draft class, twenty nineteen, only one of them is playing. Like we've we've seen it happen so many times, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. this is this is how the Steelers are successful for so many years. This is how the Packers are successful for so many years. It's like they draft well and, you know, they try to keep their guys. The ones they can't keep, they let them go. But, you know, this is yeah. the, these last two years, these are two of the best drafted years I've, we've had, I believe, ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, or at yeah, least in a long, long, long time. A long time. Yeah, for sure. And Xavier said Tyler's given CP. Oh no, sorry, I read that one. He said, uh, "Think about this. Tyler has been so good. He's seeing CP uh, return kicks again." Yeah, right. And he said, "I hate to say this, but if you get fourth and seventh rounders who are at the very least become quality special teamers, that's a win." Yeah. Yeah. And uh, James said Mayfield F plus. <laughs> F boy F minus boy. Oh my gosh. So I think he came off IR. Uh, well, it's technically came off of IR, right? But he, they, I think they. Yeah, he's back, back on or, or something. He's yeah, back he's on. Done. Or he's he's done. He's, yeah, done. he's not yeah. playing again. Yeah, Mm-mm. I think they just got to eat that one. So yeah, we we made we made we made a mistake <laughs> on that one, guys. We, yeah. So yeah. So I mean, and, and looking at you know some of the free agents, and we'll, we'll end the show on the on the on the free agents um, that we could possibly get. I know Damsky's not here, but he's huge huge fan of Jesse Bates, uh, who oh, will yeah. be a free agent. Um, so first of all, what do y'all think of Jalen Hawkins? Like so far, you, you, are you sold on Jalen, or if, if you got the opportunity to go get Jesse and pay him, you, you go do that. I mean, 
because I can tell you uh, in a second how much Jesse Bates or how much it says that he's uh, on spot track at least. Uh, I'll find it, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, with, with Jalen Hawkins, I, I feel like, I feel like the reason why the safeties are looking so bad is because they have to play. They have to. And there's a, there's times where they have to play the depth of a linebacker because we we have to blitz so much. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I really don't want to count Jalen Hawkins out. Like, yes, he's missed some tackles and things like that, but he's also made some plays. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say Jesse Bates is scheduled to make fifteen million. Spot it's track's like, saying ten point six, but that's ten point six. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm all in. I'm all in for ten point six, but like that's going to change based on the teams that are out there trying to exactly vile exactly. for mm-hmm. services. So and yeah. based off of how much the salary cap is going to go up next that's year. That's true. Yep. Oh know, yeah, inflation is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, real lie, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I would take Jesse Bates for ten mil though over yeah. Jalen Hawkins. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, if that's going to be the case, then yeah, I would do yeah. that in a heartbeat. But um, and then one of the probably the most one of the most heralded uh, in, interior defensive linemen is going to be Javon Hargrave from Philly. Um, and I think they'll probably re-sign him, but he's he's looking at uh, about twenty mil a year type of deal. <laughs> so that'd be tough, man. man. If you're paying him and Grady up front there, like that's that's tough. I mean, it'd be twenty. Yeah. And then I've seen and boy had to come to the A and show out. <laughs> yeah, say the least, say the least. But uh so the guys that you know we've all been looking at that we want like Jerron Payne. Obviously, he's been talk of since we played him, and then you know, obviously he made the play of the game that ended up sealing the game for the, the commanders against us. So he's gonna be a free agent. Um Roquan Smith, who we Lyle folks wanted to get this year at the at the deadline, he's gonna be a free agent, could share up some of that linebacking. Uh, linebacking group for us. Uh, another guy who got that Tennessee connection, David Long, mm. uh, who's had a hell of a season. Um, you know, I mean, so he is so far in 22, uh, 90.3 uh, run defense grade, which would be great because our run defense not great. Uh, we we could, right. use, we could we could we could use an upgrade there. Yeah. Um, yes. So I mean, there's 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 guys. I mean, it's just a matter of you know. And then I just want to see it whether it's offensive line defensive line like i'd like to see some additions there because that's obviously where we've kind of avoided in the past and it's hurt us so many times it's like i would love to see us for once just like build from the inside out and see where we see where we go with that yeah i agree i feel like we need to build those trenches yeah yeah i mean and you know offensive lineman wise there's jack conklin and the cleveland browns he's gonna be out there 11.3 they're saying probably um Ooh, I, I like that what about yeah, Eric McCoy? Like How much you're saying for him? Eric McCoy, I'll look him up. Um, I've just got to see. Uh, uh, Elgin Jenkins from Green Bay will be out there. Um, another guy that may not be as expensive, Dalvin Thomason from the Vikings, interior mm-hmm. lineman. And he's been pretty solid, too. Um, what do y'all think about corner? Y'all think y'all going to – you think draft a corner or go out there and get a free corner? If, if, if I'm a big fan right now, of a first round cornerback depending on the exact number we land on i don't know exactly where we'll draft yet Mm -hmm. but if we're at somewhere around 15 i'm looking at gonzalez from oregon i like him sign me up yeah yeah i I like him a lot from what i have seen so i'd rather draft a corner 
But if you run me some names of the free agent corners next year. Well, um, James Bradbury, Philadelphia. Um, he's going to get a bag, though. He is. It's going to be I – mean, they're saying like 17, but that could, that could go up. Um, so yeah. Cam Sutton from the Steelers, which would be affordable. He'd be like a, a more of a number two type of guy, like a real number two. Um, yeah. they're saying 7.6, uh, for, for him. Um, so I think a few other guys, uh, Jamil Dean at Tampa Bay, uh, didn't have a number on him. Another offensive lineman though, Mike McGlinchey from San Francisco. Oh, that might yeah. be also, you know, yeah. that's, that's a 10 point set. He's a, they, they say 10.7 was, you know, and Hey, well, what about this guy? Well, Patrick Peterson, man. He's still he's still performing. I take Patrick Peterson for a one year deal, right? Yeah, I can see it. one one year one year six million. That's what they got him at. Yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, one year six million. Yeah, I'm down. So yeah, because I, like I mean, he'll be what his thirteenth year in the league. He'll be thirty three or thirty four. Three, I think. Yeah, yeah something, like something like that like next that. year. So yeah, and you know, Jordan Poyer, safety, also going to be out there. I like Jordan Poyer. Yeah, I like him a lot, but I. I do. I don't know if I said this, but I kind of feel like big low in a way with with Jalen Hawkins because, man, like for for as many you know missed tackles as he's had or, or not been in the right place, he's been in the right place a lot and he's created a lot of turnovers and he's like the tip ball interception king. Like at, at the end of the game, you need that last yeah, really interception. Is. He's he's right there somehow. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not saying I would want to give up on him, but I mean, with the numbers, I expected you to tell me that, you know, like, especially with Bates, I expected you to say a, a wild number. Like 10 that's mil, I mean, I'm like, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to go up too. I'm I'm positive. Yeah, that. Right? Now, what about well, a couple of guys in our division? So, Levante David is going to be out there. Any interest in him at linebacker? Nah. I'm nah, good. for you. Not for you, Fleet. Oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, a couple of how about a couple of saints now a couple of saints i kind of am a little bit uh daniel david on i'm i I could take on i'm down that dude can blow up some stuff uh and marcus davenport on the edge i think marcus davenport would fit but i'm worried about his injury history right that's what i'm thinking about big time yeah and robert quinn going to be a free agent even though he just you know went over to the the red, the red, the Ravens, you know, but they're saying of he's got right now, he's got an average of 14 million AAV. He's on the downside of his career, too. So I don't know, if he's yeah. going to get that same contract again. Uh, but never know. But like, who'd you ask me about on offensive line again? Oh, well, um, Xavier, he actually updated us. He said oh. Eric McCoy signed an extension, uh, with New oh, okay. Orleans. Never mind. Oh, man, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, another guy I like, man, uh, Ashawn Robinson, gonna become, you know, big Alabama boy. Yeah. Uh, eight mil. I mean, he's a big body. I would, I would, you know, and I, I personally, I would, I would bring back uh, Zoe Carter. I don't know about oh, you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I would too. They're annually estimating three point five annual. Oh so yeah, that's that's Sign the main. Yeah, and then dude, we just saw with the Steelers, Larry uh, Ogen Ogen Joby Ogen Joby, however you say, it. Yeah. not too bad. Eight million AAV. Uh, and then yeah, I already said uh, Hargrave Tomlinson that Anya Mata is projected to get around ten. And they're and drawn pains around 14. So, mm. I mean, you know, I'd prefer pain, uh, yeah, but, but you know, we'll see. And then another, another, uh, Marcus Peters is going to be a free agent too. And they're looking mm. at nine to 10 hey, million there. Now, that's I'm interested in Marcus Peters at CB2. I'm interested yeah. in that. 
Yeah, me too. Jonathan Jones, Patriots, looking at 12.4, probably a little bit higher. Uh, younger guy, though, so, I mean, you know, I think he'll be in his fourth, fifth year. But uh, And then, of course, our, our boy Isaiah Oliver is going to be a free agent, too. Y'all bringing him back? I like Isaiah, man. But, you know, his impact this season hasn't been as great as it was in the first half of uh, last season. I like him. I, for the right price, I'll bring him back for yeah. the right price. But I'm not – pounding the table you know yeah i'm kind of with you if it's if it's not a crazy deal i'm i can you know yeah that's how i am yeah mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not i don't feel in any certain type of way about him i mean i hope i mean you know it sucked when he got hurt last year because he was playing great playing better than we'd ever yeah. seen him play yeah he's balling in, his, out. in his short career so we were hoping he could return to that when he came back and he's looking more like himself now like yeah now that first yeah. game, couple of games was shaky but he's looking more comfortable now mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean we'll see Pop back in the chat real quick before we before we close it out. And then Xavier said, I want Jesse Bates if we're going to make a splash anywhere. He fits peace scheme perfectly up and allow Richie to come down, especially with us hopefully going to uh, IDL slash DM with our first round pick. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. And Carrie says he had to hop off. Yeah, thanks, Carrie. Appreciate you joining us. Um, and he said about Eric McCoy and then uh, – so with all the players you've named in free agency, Ritter being a hit opens the door to sign all of them and then some. Yeah, having a third-round cap hit opens the door for so much more to come on. Come on, Rid. Dude, that's yeah. a huge point, man. Like, you're talking about a quarterback that's going to cost you like a million or $2 a year. You yeah. Know, for like, for like that's, that's insane. I mean, you look at yeah. what I just read out about Carson Wentz, how much he's costing the team. He's not even starting. You know, like, like it's – it's so hard to hit on a quarterback, man. Like I saw, as we said at the beginning of the show, like you just don't know whether it's a first. It could be your first pick. I mean, you could like Mariota. I mean, like they never, never really, you know, progress into what that first pick would have, you know, deemed. You look at some yeah. of the guys even this year. I mean, that's that's not really producing. That was drafted high. So I mean, you know, and I, I get what Arthur said about not wanting to, you know, that you know, he was dead set on not putting him in too early because not, you're not wanting to potentially disrupt the arc of his, of the kid's career or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get it to an extent, like, but he's not the typical junior quarterback that played for two years, started two years, and came out like he's, you know, a full four-year starter, has a kid, more mature type of guy. Like I felt, but me personally, like I'd feel better about bringing him in earlier in the season and not worried about is really his emotional well-being. I figured he would be just fine with it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's why I would have brought him in earlier than than now, me personally. Um, yeah. But I mean, like I said, I, I get. I, I think you know he, he comes from a good place. I understand it because uh, you know you see like guys that have just been thrown in because you know the high draft picks you're getting thrown into a bad team norm, normally, right? Like you right, with, yeah. with Zach Wilson at the Jets. Granted, he's probably got some other issues going on, but like I mean, like he you know he he can't get on the field now because Mike White going to probably. Gonna, play the rest of the season now as a head as a starting quarterback he's to fight for his job next year you know like just yeah you just never know man like if we and i don't know that we're going to know after these four games i think we'll see enough to just say like okay he's got that in him that we can go into next season and say all right man let's go you know like this is good this is going to be your team so i feel like we i feel like we will know if he's not the guy that yeah. if like if it if that becomes very apparent then we know, but if he's like decent and can and can be serviceable, I think they may give him next season as his chance to like be the franchise, you know, to mm-hmm. to earn that spot to be that that guy. Because Ritter uh, hitting, like like he said, is like best case scenario. Oh like, man, 
that's what you want right there. And what a better time to, to have all this cap space clear up because you, you want to, as a team, you know, even if he was a first-round pick, you still want to maximize the rookie contract because that's the least amount of money if he hits. That's the least amount of money he'll make in his career if he's a good quarterback. So you want to maximize on that, you know, three- to five-year window that you have there. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you take the same thing, Lo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree. You know, now's the time. You know, we're going to have a we're going to have a Seattle Seahawks window. Question yeah. is, are we going to be able to, you know, follow through on it? That's the question. Hundred percent, right? Hundred percent. So before we get out, man, I asked Fleek last show, uh, Low, what do you what you thinking for the college football playoffs? Georgia just going to run over everybody, or somebody else got a chance? I mean, I think Ohio State has a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think they legit have a chance, but I mean, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with what's going on with McConkey, you know, yeah. because Brock Bowers and Arnell uh, Washington, they, they ain't going to be able to just handle the passing game by themselves. Now, we know that Georgia does, and, you know, they got a lot of wide receivers waiting in the wings, but, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Ohio State, man, they finna be slanging that tater. So Marvin um, Harrison Jr. and even with uh dude sitting out, like they still got a couple of top, I mean along with him too. So it'll be yeah, yeah it's gonna be interesting for sure. I I mean I think that Michigan and Fleek and I thought about it. I think Michigan TCU's gonna be a hell of a game. Like oh, yeah. Gonna be, oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun one to watch. So and if, and if it is if it is Michigan, then then it's if it's Michigan UGA, I think that's kind of what I'd prefer to see. Um and like I said at the beginning of the show, like I I gave Michigan a I thought they were gonna give them a game last year and they just I mean, it wasn't even in the damn like yeah. ballpark. So, like, yeah. I, I hope they would give him a game this year, but um, yeah, who knows, man? Um, Xavier said the Eagles have shown what you can do with a third round guy. Yeah, they went out and splashed with AJ Brown, Darius Slay, CJ Gardner, Johnson, and Sue as an example. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I mean, it kills me that Jalen's up there balling out, but yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, I'm used to seeing Alabama boys go teams I don't like and do well. So, oh <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's that's so tough. So yeah, well boys, we'll, we'll get out of here, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh, before we do, man, low tell everybody where they can find you, reach you, watch you, subscribe Definitely, to you, all that man. good stuff. Definitely, hey everybody, my name is Big Low Country. Make sure that you come check us out at Big Low Country Sports. Um, on YouTube, also at Big Low Country on Instagram and Twitter. I'm just saying, man, y'all got to check out the coaches' meeting after he has it after the games, man. It's, oh, yeah. it's always good fun, man. It's always good fun. There's a lot of personalities that come through there. A lot of a lot of emotions that run high. I mean, Fleek, <laughs> Fleek and I have done a few shows, and Mike and I did, you know, a few shows after the game. That's when you really, really, uh, oh yeah, get, get, get to be entertained by some of the folks. <laughs> rough, man. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you see some you see some some crazy takes but uh all right man fleek what about you buddy yeah man uh you can follow me on twitter at ron rico season uh also follow at nm falcons atb on twitter that's the uh part my the main podcast i take a part of on the atb network um yeah appreciate you for inviting me on john i can't wait to keep this thing rolling man of course you know yeah i mean and I, I shouted out, I sent it out on Twitter earlier, but yeah, while Mike is out, Fleek is going to be my, uh, my stand-in co-host. So he's going to be filling in for Mike and we're going to 
keep doing what we've been doing, man. Doing those preview shows, doing the recap shows, and uh, we're just going to keep it going until Mike gets back. And then, of course, you know, we're still going to have Fleek back on the show, as always. We we've had during the season, Big Low, we're going to have back on the show. Um, yeah. You know, just getting, just having this community, like Jr. said, like last when I filled in for for Toby, man. Like it's just so cool having like everybody that's kind of. I can send a message to anybody. Hey, man, you know, anybody want to join the show and jump on there and just talk and just have a blast. So, man, it's appreciate you guys so much for, for coming on and just having a little fun on the bye week, man. So we, we had a, we had something really good to talk about for once. So it was fun. <laughs> for once. There you go, man. As usual, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun, yes, man. Xavier said, let me hop on that. Yeah, let's let's make it happen, buddy. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm all about it. So uh, y'all, y'all have a good rest of your bye week. I know everybody said that they're going to be just fine with no Falcons football this year. You're lying. You're going to be upset on Friday when you wake up and you got no Falcon. I don't care if they piss you off or not. You'll be upset because you got nobody to watch. You're going to sit around. There's no college on Saturday. I mean, it's just, I don't know what the hell to do with myself this weekend, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to end up doing like chores around the house and stuff. Yeah, like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, <sighs> it's over with, man. Dude. I don't even understand it. Yeah, but uh, too but, fast, yeah. man. Too fast, dude. It's crazy. How's the season almost over? I know, How's it, man. How's this happening? But anyway, y'all y'all put a lot of good vibes toward Desmond, and uh, you know, let's see, let's have some fun. When we get back and beat the freaking Saints down in New Orleans. And we'll we'll have a show. Fleek and I will be back next week with Chris. Uh, Fleek will get to meet Chris, the uh, great friend of our Mike and ours, huge Saints okay, fan cool. from Baton Rouge, uh, knows the Saints inside and out. He's the only Saints person I will talk to, so we'll have him on, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll give him a little bit of shit. And I'm sure he'll give us some, and uh, you know, we'll have some fun with it. So anyway, guys, y'all enjoy the rest of your week. We'll get out of here. And, uh, yeah, much love, guys. Later. Uh -huh. Peace.